Welcome everyone to the Best Bet Corner, a Sunbet production. I'm your host, Harry Chase. Joining me for the show here in the studio is my co-host, Manila Mikey P. Producer Jess is on vacation and in the booth is my producer, Lenny K. Uh, Lenny, I want to thank you and Mike uh, and Jess out there too for covering for me um, when I was very sick on Monday. We'll get to what happened and my craziness of the past five days uh, in a second. Um, but also, we're, I just want to let everyone know out there, we're going to be going over Super Bowl picks with me and Mike here. We're going to be going over prop bets, plenty of them, plenty of them. There, anything and everything is out there. So we're going to be going to talking about those. Um, Mike, you ready for this? Yeah, man. First of all, Harry, I'm happy you're better. You know, we we're all pushing for you. It was a little scary times whenever you hear somebody's in the hospital, but glad that you recovered well i know that the, we'll get through it but i know there was some crazy stuff that happened <laughs> while you were there too can't catch a break it seems but happy to be here happy that you're back um crazy week but hey uh, like i said on monday i love super bowl sunday because of prop bets and here we are prop bets so many prop bets i'm, I'm excited to go well look, yeah look it all started with me on saturday at four in the morning Four in the morning, I got up with my girlfriend and her parents, and we got to the uh, park, Goodyear Park in uh, Goodyear, Arizona, where the Reds and the Indians share their spring training facility, and we got on a hot air balloon at about six in the morning. You might have seen a couple of my friends out there, actually. I saw, other than the, the pics you were giving out, which I saw on Twitter, um, a couple of my friends were, were out there also on hot air balloons. I didn't realize it was that popular. There were people all over the place at 5 in the morning. We got there at 5 in the morning. Everyone's worried about we're going to be late. We're going to be late. We got we didn't we were out we were there in plenty of time. We were, it was pitch dark. It was freezing. Uh <laughs> but you know, it ended up being pretty fun. It was fun. We had a good time. Um that uh, I was I was happy. She was very happy that I went cuz I was backing out at the last second. <laughs> but, you know, I I realized after talking to the guy who was running it uh, the highest we were going to get to was maybe 700 feet. Um, that's fine. So now, nah, and there were, they were all over the place and we were in the biggest basket, uh, available. So yeah, that was fun. Saturday, Saturday, that was, so that was Saturday. Then Sunday, um, at about two in the afternoon, I started getting sick. My mm. stomach was killing me. I don't know what was going on. I was watching the pro bowl. And as you know, I gave out the, uh, NFC in the Pro Bowl, and Kirk Cousins decided to screw me again <laughs> in the fourth. First, he throws a pick, and then he then he gets a strip sack when it's touch football. <laughs> it's t I don't know how that happened. I mean, strip sack, and then of all people, J.J. Watt runs 82 yards. <laughs> Nobody can touch him. It was touch football. As soon as like if you were literally got tackled if when you got touched, and they let him go 82 yards. No wide receiver could catch him, and with and that that just screwed me and we were done with the uh, NFC it was a loser they were getting one and a half they lost by five and then that uh hmm, let's see how should I say that carried over to the next day where I'm just in agony in my stomach and I have to go to the doctor's office the doctor sends me to the emergency room uh, I'm diagnosed with Diverticulitis. Yes, diverticulitis, man. It's kind of a crazy name. And uh, when I first heard about it, I had no idea. I mean, our associate producer, Jess, 
had much more experience uh, with actually having it before. Um, but for you know, after reading up on it, I was I was uh, very hopeful for a speedy recovery, man. But we were all we were all uh, we were in all of our uh, you know thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Look, it was it was fifty fifty on Tuesday. <laughs> if I thought I was gonna have surgery, you know, it was something else. And uh, speaking of Tuesday, throw in that I'm in the hospital. I'm freaking out because of what just what's happened. It's already, you know, I've been there since uh, Monday afternoon. It's Tuesday night. It's about 7, 8 o'clock p.m. There's about 10 cop cars outside my window. Uh, Mike, 10 cop cars. I'm wondering what's going on, what's going on. I'm asking a couple people, a couple nurses and, a t- and, and uh, their aides don't know. Some deranged guy, apparently, uh him and his girlfriend broke up two weeks ago and he just decided to go into the hospital with a rifle to kill his girlfriend. Yikes. That is no good, my friend. And you know the hospital I was at. It's an affluent area. It's yeah, a nice yeah, area. Yeah. So, you know, honestly, really. Well, that goes to show it doesn't matter who you are, where you are. Apparently, if a girl breaks her heart, you're going to do some crazy things, man. So it's not like like a, I guess the news when, I, you know, a security guard like jumped him and he was a hero. And then he was struggling to get, break, get the uh, gun from him. And cops actually shot the guy in the emergency room. Hey, look, anytime there's a rifle involved and there's civilians around, take them out, please, please. I don't, you don't want anybody else getting hurt. Right, so like I got nothing going for me right now, and the cops because it was a crime scene. There, there's still ten, at least ten to twelve cop cars, up until four o'clock in the morning outside. They're flashing their lights into my window, and yeah. and I have the blind shut, but I could still, you know, they're still, you know. So I got no sleep. I finally pass out from exhaustion at about four thirty in the morning. Then nurse comes in and wakes me up at five. So I'm asleep for a half an hour, so they had to draw more blood. And then two hours later, the doctor comes in, and finally, Mike, finally I get some good news that, uh, whatever, my white blood cell count had come down to normal and that I was feeling a lot better, and the doctor said I did not have to have surgery. That's a big one, man. Anytime you need to get, you know, you go under, you know, surgery, it's it's always tricky, man, and uh you know, if you needed it, you needed it, but I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm glad we're here doing the show. We're here doing the show, and listen, uh, I got out Wednesday uh, uh, later in the afternoon, so look, it's Super Bowl week. Enough about me and my situation. I should be okay. Uh, maybe we'll make a bet in, in, in weeks to come because uh, two years ago to almost the day, is when I was celebrating uh, beating Cousin Sal on the Against All Odds podcast for $5,200 because I lost 52 pounds by Super Bowl 52. I think I might do something like that. Maybe we'll come up with something like that again because I got to get it back on track. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's nothing like a trip to the ER that'll do that for you, huh? Right, right, if anything, right? (laughs) So, so look, uh, like I said, enough about me. Mike, let's get to the Super Bowl props. We'll get to our Super Bowl picks afterwards. But we're going to lean and we're going to start with the props. And look, another uh, member of the Against All podcast, my buddy, Brother Bry, he's our analytics guy. He's our numbers guy. Uh, he's been touting this prop for a long time. And got everybody out there who's listening, this is really something. This is really some sick numbers that he's come up with in which, uh, really, uh, look, there's been 87 playoff games. 
87 playoff games since 2013. And his prop is under one and a half yards for the shortest touchdown of the game. You got to lay 165. He thought that this would be about 19200 as did I, but it's only 165. Again, 87 games have been played since 2013, and it is 62 and 25, Mike. That's that's insane, man. Those are insane numbers. Insane numbers. I I would bet that. <laughs> I mean, what is that? What kind of percentage? Winning percentage? That's huge. It's huge. It, it it now it's 17 and 15. Not so hot, uh, but still winning uh, during wild card week. In the divisional rounds is when it heats up, when it goes 25 and 7. The Super Bowl is an impressive 5 and 2. But what is the most impressive, an astonishing number in the conference championship games, it is 15 and 1, Mike. Hey, you know, when we were watching the Niners and the Packers game, I think we saw them call back a touchdown. And then he ran it in for under one and a half yards. I remember. I remember we talking about this this exact prop bet uh, during that during that uh, conference championship game. And then we're just like, hey, there's the bet coming through. It's insane. Insane. So uh, compliments to brother Bry of uh, mine and his against all odds podcast with cousin Sal. That's uh, that's some number right there. Now we're gonna get to some uh, players and in, uh, in terms of the game itself here, Mike. I'm gonna go. Linebacker. I'm going to start defensively here because I like the defense from San Francisco. I'm going to go linebacker Fred Warner over six and a half total tackles for the game. You got to lay 145 here. Look, he's been fantastic all season. He led the Niners in tackles with 118. Um, he's leading them in the playoffs through the first two games. He's got 13. Uh, he had 89 solo tackles, 25 more than the next closest li uh, niner, linebacker Dre Greenlaw. Uh, he's all over the field all the time. He had three forced fumbles this year, led the team. Uh, Warner also had nine pass defenses, more than any other niner that isn't part of the secondary. Uh, I think this number should probably be a little higher, and it's not. So I think at one minus 145, you're getting a deal here. At 145, Fred Warner to go over six and a half tackles. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. I think the he'll get it, but only if Kansas City doesn't have or has to have sustained drives. If it's all quick strikes, it's gonna I mean it's gonna be tough if you you limit if each one of their possessions is four or five plays. You're asking them to get seven tackles. I mean that's the only thing. Um, otherwise, if they're sustained drives like they've held uh, other teams to, then I think it'll be easily easy to get seven tackles. Yeah. Oh, I got my next one here, Mike. I look, I got Debo Samuel will score a touchdown at plus 150. Um, he's been their most popular receiver. Not that Jimmy Garoppolo has had to throw in these first two games, but he has been their most uh, popular receiver. He's got five receptions, nine total targets. Uh, double more than the next closest receiver, Kendrick Bourne, for the Niners in the playoffs in receiving yards. He almost broke that 70-yarder in the second uh, series against uh, the uh, Packers, which would have uh, uh, been electric to start the game. But still, he's been the guy. He's got 49 yak yards in, the play in both playoff games combined. He's got three rushing, three pat receiving touchdowns, so he's a weapon running the ball as well. I like Samuel at plus 150 to score a touchdown. You said he had nine targets. Isn't that like half of all of Jimmy G's attempts, all, all playoffs? really is. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders and George Kittle haven't been heard from. 
Yeah, and uh, I'd take that only because you know Kansas City is going to be trying to button down on Emmanuel Sanders. You know they know Kittle's a threat. So who's got to step up? You know, Debo's got to step up. I mean, he's a rookie, and he's been awesome. He's had 1,000 yards combined this season, rushing and receiving. And also, I like him at Mike at a long shot at 25-1 to 1 to be the MVP of the game. Look, I just gave you all his stats. Uh, Garoppolo has confidence in him. He can run the ball. Uh, he, he's uh, he, he's a, an electric player. Like I said, he had 882 yards last year in college, and he had more in his freshman year, uh, rookie year in the pros. Look, man, I'm with you on being high on Debo. I don't know if he's – I think he'll definitely score a touchdown. I don't know about MVP, but I definitely well, think he score. Well, here's my thing. Some te- like if these teams are pretty equal with the line, you got to have an X factor somewhere. I think he can be your X factor. He can be that guy who can have a rushing touchdown. He's that guy that, like, when the Steelers beat the Seahawks in the playoffs, he can be that type of Heinz Ward type of guy who had that passing touchdown, who was a quarterback in college, where he can do electric stuff like that. Yeah, but I also like Emmanuel Sanders to throw a touchdown (laughs) in this game. So, you know, if if San Francisco ends up winning and Emmanuel Sanders throws a touchdown, one more than Jimmy G, I think we'll have. I think he's a pretty easy MVP candidate. Emmanuel Sanders can throw it to Debo. He can. That would be great. Win all of your bets right there. Well, that that's that we'll see about Devo, but I'm he's he's my X factor for the game. You got a couple, Mike? Yeah, man. I, I think for me, if we're looking at KC, uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, of Kelsey. I'm a huge fan of Mahomes. You know that. I think that this is really going to come down to Mahomes versus that San Francisco defense. But well, getting back to the prop bets, you know, the one I like a lot, oh, over under six and a half touchdowns and. I got to go over total touchdown six and a half. That's huge to me, or that's not a lot to me, it's especially since you got Mahomes, who might account to, for four or five of those easily. You got the San Francisco defense, which I think can score a touchdown. And then you're only looking for one of these running backs from San Francisco to score once. I think the running backs between the two of them will score one apiece. That then you're only really looking for Mahomes to get four touchdowns. And what's Mahomes? How many Mahomes touchdowns have there been already in the playoffs? Yeah, that's a good. It's a great point. Yeah, so I mean, it, and it's also it's the Super Bowl. I think. Uh, look, don't we want to see a great game? Yeah, remember last year. 13 to 3. What a great Super Bowl that felt like. I think the public wants touchdown after touchdown. I think it's just silly to go under anything with Mahomes and with anything he's involved in because honestly, he could have a game for the ages. He could have a game. It's just because of how great he is, the talent he possesses. He could be that great on that day. If Mahomes had seven touchdowns on his own this weekend, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he, he could cover this bet on his own. I'd be a, I'd be surprised because of the San Francisco defense, but I wouldn't be surprised because of how great this guy is. Yeah, and like I said, or like I've said before, there are so many offensive weapons. Any of them could break just one tackle, and they're gone. And so, I mean that that'll uh, that'll lead me to to one of these other props that I like, but. Yeah, Harry, six and a half. I, I like I like way more than six and a okay. half. Okay. Well, I'm gonna throw a bone here to uh, Kansas City uh, in terms of scoring a touchdown. To score a touchdown any time in the game, Travis Kelsey, uh, the talented tight end at minus one fifty. I think it's fair to say the Kelsey is the best tight end in the business right now. 
Uh, he's clutch. He's an integral part of this offense. Um, he's definitely worth the play here. Uh, considering uh, over the past four Kansas City playoff games, he has 32 total targets with four touchdowns, minus 150 to score a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Kelsey. I, I think you're looking at the two best tight ends in the league duking it out in the Super Bowl, Kittle and Kelsey. I don't know if Kittle's going to get as many targets. Uh, it doesn't look like it, but it's definitely going to be awesome to see some tight end play here. I'm going to go back to the Niners, Mike. I'm going to go back to the Niners with wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders over two and a half receptions. You got to lay a buck 65. Um, he hasn't been heard from here in the playoffs these first two games. And it's interesting. You got to lay 165 when he's been extremely quiet. Uh, he's averaged three and a half receptions over his 10 games he's played with San Francisco since leaving the Broncos in the playoffs. He only has two receptions, like I said, uh, but they haven't needed to because of the running game that they possess and the defense. It's, it's, it's one of the things that you would love as a team where if you dominate on defense and you can run the ball, you don't have to pass the ball. But in this situation where you're just talking about how we're talking about how unbelievable Mahomes is, he's going to get some. He's going to get, the, you know, he's going to get his. So Garoppolo is going to have to pass the ball. He's not going to be able to just let everyone else do it. And Garoppolo can pass. He passed for almost 4,000 yards this year, two to one touchdown to interception ratio. Uh, he, he learned from Brady. He learned from Belichick. And now it's his time to shine. I think he'll find uh, this veteran, Emmanuel Sanders. This is what they went out and got him for. So I like Sanders. Over two and a half reception this game, and he shows up. What I what I like about that bet also is Kyle Shanahan. He knows that he's got to get Jimmy G comfortable, and in all of the games, he likes to do easy dink and dunk passes just to get Jimmy G comfortable in the pocket, comfortable, easy receptions. He sets his guys up for success and confidence. Who, Who's to say that? There aren't two or three quick, easy slant routes to Emmanuel Sanders just to get Jimmy G in the game. And there, you've won your bet right there, first quarter, boom, done. Exactly, slant. Because a lot of times when he's been playing and playing well for the Niners in the regular season, he's the guy going across the middle. Yeah, and, and look, Emmanuel Sanders, as much as people have seen him as a speed guy, I love him in the slot, man. Just a quick slant route right down the middle, like – Easy completion to Jimmy G from Jimmy G, and that's what Kyle needs. And those are the kind of plays that you need to set up the run game too. Yeah, and uh, listen, we got one more here, Mike, and it's gonna be uh, this is on you. You love this one, you love him, so go for it. It's time. Ah uh, uh, man, uh, Mahomes to score a touchdown at any time during the game. That one's easy, and the Chiefs to win six to one. So you got to parlay it. You got to you got to parlay it. And man, if you think that if you're high on the Chiefs. You know Mahomes is going to get a TD. So why not parlay both? You're going to bet on the Chiefs. You're going to bet on Mahomes. Six to one. I think that's easy money. Man, I'd like to see the odds if you parlay the over on that. I'd do all three of them. And you also like him to be possibly the first person to score a touchdown in the game. Oh, man. 20 to one for Mahomes to score the first touchdown. Now, you went over this minus one and a half theory you had earlier. And think about how crazy that would be. You know, get a pass interference right at the goal line. You're there. You have all these weapons. Mahomes scores the first TD. He rushes it in. You get your minus one and a half. All of it hits right there. First quarter, you're done. You imagine if you hit that at 20 to one, you feel like Mahomes. I just got 20 to one odds on Patrick Mahomes. I just stole from the books. Absolutely. You feel like Nostradamus, but then you're like, really, though? Mahomes? <laughs> 
20 to 1 on the first touchdown. I take that money every day. I mean, like I said, I would love to hit that minus one and a half. I would love to hit that 20 to 20 to 1 with him rushing it in. I mean, all of these seem plausible. That's the great thing about the Kansas City offense is that regardless of who scores, it's going to be a show and I'm going to love it, man. Woo, I'm excited for this weekend. All right. Well, that's a lot of props we got on the teams, on the games, but there's also, Mike, as we know, plenty, plenty of props that are huh. off the field and not involving the game. So let's go over a couple fun ones here. Uh, these They've gotten wild. I mean, they keep coming out every day. There's more and more. So uh, let's start with, will any scoring drive take less time than the national anthem? Now, the yes is minus 250. The no is plus 200. Demi Lovato is singing the national anthem. She's a... Uh, She's done it a couple times. She sang it in the World Series in 2015 uh, between the Mets and the Royals. She uh, sang, sang it in 2016 in the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather uh, bout. I think it lasted about uh, two minutes on the dot, 204 maybe around, in anywhere in that area. So that's what they're banking on. Um, I don't know. What are you thinking about this one? Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. I don't care who is singing the national anthem. One of the guys playing this weekend is Patrick Mahomes, and he's got speedsters on offense. Are you kidding me? I think he had a minute-and-a-half touchdown drive in his last game. A minute-and-a-half. That's 30 seconds of cushion. Man, you just he needs one guy. He needs one person. How many of these guys on offense, including running back, have sub four four forties, and even their game speed is so high. I mean, I it just takes one to break it. It's actually a, a, a nice play, and I it, you got to lay a price at two fifty, but it's a nice bet where this is one of those prop bets where either you win or you don't lose until the end of the game. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can't lose this bet until the end. The very, very end. And it also depends on, like, remember, if San Francisco is down at the very end of the game, they're going to be trying to score real fast. Whoever is down is going to be trying to score as fast as they can. Throw in the two-minute warning in the first half. A absolutely. Imagine you get it right there, right at the two-minute warning. And, and they, a scoring drive means scoring drive means a field goal too. Uh, yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. It's like there's uh, especially in the Super Bowl where there's everything is on the line. You need to score. You need to score fast, especially if you're down. You're. I mean, that's 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 the key there. I know 250 is a lot to lay. If I I would never. I don't want to make this bet. If I was gonna lay any of my money, it would be on. It would be yes, yes. Okay. Well, look, that's that's uh, that's a little wild on that one. Now we're gonna get really wild. Even we're gonna wilder. we're gonna even get wilder here. Or exactly, Mike. We're gonna get crazy here with uh, a couple of you know J Lo is pre uh, performing at halftime. There's a couple other people performing before her. Um, it should be pretty crazy. It's down in Miami. Um, listen, she she's one of those performers that likes to show off and show off her body. She is spectacular. Mm -hmm. Um, there is a prop out there. Now, listen, this prop was, uh, I got, I saw this early on in the week and it is, uh, it has gone down in price, Mike. Um, will JLo show butt cleavage? I don't care what you get. You better, you better be betting yes on that. Does it, who wants to lose on a no there? 
You, if you lose because you bet no, you look like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? Like, could you imagine losing because you bet no on this prop? Every single one of your friends is like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, is it, don't, do you not want, I mean, would, would you, yeah. I mean, now look, here's the thing. The yes was, you make a lot of sense here, Mike, honestly, because the yes at the beginning of the prop when I got this information was plus 500. I'll take that. See, all of that money that I didn't bet on the national anthem, I put on this at plus 500 every single day. But here's the thing. It's been bet down to plus 200. Well, because of this, what I just said earlier, you don't want to be the guy that loses this bet. <laughs> you don't. What exactly constitutes butt cleavage? Who rules on that, though? Uh, <laughs> well, maybe we should ask the commissioner. <laughs> maybe he <laughs> rules on that. Who knows? Maybe they have, hey, pit bulls down in Miami. Maybe he gives the final say. You know, I'll get, we, we've alluded to all these guys that make these props and make these lines that aren't actually in Vegas. Maybe they have rulers out on the, hey, <laughs> you know, watching yeah. it. Who knows? I think Pitbull's going to be there, too. And yeah. I, why not let him rule? He's a, he's a bald brother of mine. There you go. And, and you know what? If anybody down in Miami is going to get enough cred to rule on butt cleavage, I'm sure nobody would or nobody would say Pitbull doesn't know what he's talking about. Understood. There true. True. Now, here, how about this one? Shakira is performing as well, okay? Shakira or J-Lo, will either of them show side boob? Yes. Again, you don't want to be the guy that votes no <laughs> and loses. I mean, I look, I, I've, I grew up here basically in Arizona. And so anybody that was here in elementary school, middle school, or high school who took any Spanish classes knows that you took Shakira, Shakira's songs – you were learning them in Spanish class. Now, you know why they never showed Shakira music videos in those Spanish classes? Because they were school inappropriate. Now, imagine the Super Bowl in halftime. You think she's going to be wearing something school appropriate? No. Regardless of what I think about J-Lo, Shakira's going to have side boob. That's, that's again, I'll take that money to the bank, too. Hey, you're getting, you're getting plus money on that, too. It's plus 160 on the yes. Look, they want it's, – it's all about entertainment – there have been some crazy things that have happened in Super Bowl halftime shows. Let's think about Justin Timberlake and uh, Janet Jackson. If I so yeah. basically, if that happens, all of these bets win. I mean, like, look, that's what that's. I can't imagine that in Miami they wouldn't have any of this. Again, I, I'm sorry to be a downer here. <laughs> I don't mean to be, but uh, side boob. What definitely makes that official? I, let me call Pitbull and ask because I don't know either. Let, maybe I call my girlfriend and she can tell me and then ask. And then the, the next question is, why do you need to know what side boob is, Mike? Well, I mean, if, if it's J-Lo, can, uh, can A-Rod uh, judge on that? Because he'll know officially. Absolutely. We can, can be – he can judge for J-Lo and have Pitbull judge for Shakira. Like, I don't know. I mean, that would be – could you imagine losing this bet? thinking that they're side boob and then still not getting it because somebody out there said that you did it. Like these profits are ridiculous, man. Insane. So look, uh, th that's wild too, but there's also something Mike, where you, you they they come out late and it's called the cross sport prop bets where you can bet the Super Bowl mixed with something else. And look, I'm going to throw one out there at you. Um, look, they, they, it does it with the NBA, the college football, the soccer, uh, everything that day is uh, the hockey. Everything's mixed together. But since we are here in Scottsdale, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, 
when the uh, Waste Management Golf Open is going on. 650,000 people are expected to be here this weekend. You'll be there Saturday, right? I'll be there Saturday. Um, look, it, it, there's why not throw something together, I thought, where um, we include that in there. Absolutely. So, look, I, here it is. Who will have more on Sunday? Ricky Fowler's fourth-round score, and he is plus 18.5 strokes versus the Kansas City Chiefs' total rushing yards at minus 18.5. So I just want to make sure I have this correct. If Ricky Fowler, say he shoots a 70 on Sunday, the Chiefs have to get 89 yards to cover this bet, correct? That's exactly right. That's a perfect way to explain it. Okay. Now I just want to make sure I have that correct. So basically – if you're taking Ricky Fowler here, you want him to do terribly on well, Sunday. Well, you do. That is true. Now, I'm still going to go Ricky Fowler, and I'll get to my reasons why here in a second. But uh, historically, he's actually been very good there. He won last year. He's the defending champ. Um, and he lost in 2016 in a playoff um to Hideki Matsui and last year he finished fourth but still in terms of golf you're gonna shoot anywhere around like he did shoot a 65 today he he, but he did shoot terrible yesterday but he made the cut so he will be playing on Sunday I think here in this situation um look he's gonna shoot anywhere from 65 66 up to 72 so like what you said is a perfect example my thing is that San Francisco has the second best defense in the league um, overall, they gave up 62 yards to Green Bay. They gave up with Dalvin Cook and Minnesota's uh, offense, the way they ran all over the Saints. They only got 21 against New, uh, against San Francisco. So I think this is where they shut them down. Mahomes has had 106 yards in the playoffs rushing, but you take away Mahomes rushing, they don't have much, the Chiefs. So keep Mahomes at bay, and I think you win this bet taking Fowler. Yeah, yeah I actually like that bet look. If Fowler shoots a 65 on Sunday, which is great, that means the Chiefs have to get 84 yards to cover. I don't even know if they've gotten to 84 yards in any of their playoff games. The only way I see this getting blown out is if you have Mahomes throw a backwards pass, which counts as a run, and they take off and blow it out. Only way I see it blown out, but one, I'm a Fowler fan. I think he's going to do well. I just know that as much as I hate San Francisco, my God, that front four, that front seven is mm-hmm. they will choke out your run game. Well, Houston did have 108. Uh, Kansas City had 118 versus Houston. They had 112 versus Tennessee. But again, like I said, 106 of those yards were Mahomes. And neither of those are have the defense that San Francisco did. You, you have Bosa stock homes. Yeah. I mean, Bosa could be... Could be. Ch- could you imagine being a rookie and there are props out there because you might win the MVP? Bosa has a great chance to win the MVP. Imagine if he sacks. I, I just. I hate. I hate to imagine it, but I see him sacking Mahomes and then picking it up for a fumble recovery and touchdown. If if they win and the only touchdown that they score is because of Bosa, he's getting the MVP. He's like thirty-five to one. He gets a. You're right. He gets a strip sack. He somehow gets a touchdown. Maybe he has a crazy game where he has eight, nine tackles, three sacks. It's possible. Could you imagine if he gets that sack in overtime and then runs it back for the game-winning touchdown? He's the MVP. Oh. And then you take 35-1. to one. I'm crying, but if I bet that, I'm also happy. <laughs> right, right. 
So look, at that that's that's a ton of props we just gave everybody out there. I hope uh, maybe you can cash a little. Maybe you'll listen to us. Maybe you won't, but it's still they're they're fun and it's it's the Super Bowl and it makes everything it's, great. It is the best week for prop betting. There's only one game and it's the biggest game of the season. I love Super Bowl Sunday. It's Prop Bet Sunday as well, baby. Yep. So now, Mike, listen, it's time. It's time to talk about the game itself, who we like real quick. Um, let's start with the over-under in the game. Yeah, I believe it started at 51, One. right? And, and it's, it's up to up. it's up to 54 and a half yep. now. Um, I'll, say, I'll start first. I'm going to still go with the over here. Um, Kansas City in their playoff games. 82 total points against the Texans, 59 versus Tennessee. Green Bay, San Francisco went over. So three of the last four games for both teams combined have gone over. Nine times this year, both Kansas City and San Francisco have scored 30 points or more in a game. Three times this year, both teams have scored 40 points or more in a game. Pretty interesting. And like you mentioned before, Mike, after last year's snooze fest, the 13-3 to Pats-Rams game, we as fans, I think, are owed a dynamite offensive performance. And frankly, the playoffs have been kind of drama-free, low scoring, no big end, crazy endings uh, that, that everyone's talking about at the water coolers on Monday. So I'm, go I'm going over here. I'm going over 54-and-a-half. How about you? It's, of course, I'm going over. Anytime Patrick Mahomes is playing a game, I'm going the over 100% of the time. I just feel like that offense is dynamic. I love Hill. I love Kelsey. I love Watkins, man. Look, at he's made a resurgence. Finally, he's scoring touchdowns. Uh, yeah, one, one, still, one touchdown. But, it, but he's also, Mike, did you see what he said this week? He's saying he's going to take the year off maybe next year. Well, look, maybe he's taking the year off knowing that he's about to have a dynamite Super Bowl year. And that's why. Well, I, I don't. Whatever he's saying right now, let's see what happens. Let let's see what happens. Maybe he's. Maybe it's all a ploy to get the guys in San Francisco to to get off of him. I have no idea. All I know is when you have a team that can might score fifty five points on their own, which Kansas City has, then I, you got to bet the over. Okay. And now for the game. The game has <laughs> been one, one and a half. Uh, Kansas City is the favorite. Um, it's going to be a great game. Mike, what do you, what do you got here? So I'm going to apologize right now uh, to my cousin DJ out there. He put 1,000 on San Francisco already. He got him at plus one and a half. So good for him, you know, since it's trending down to pick him. But I told him to bet Kansas City because that's who I got, man. I, I – even if this was coin a coin flip, I got Kansas City. People say defense wins Super Bowls. I'd like to see a defense hold Patrick Mahomes down. Haven't seen it yet. Um, so sorry, BJ. I I, I'm, I got to take Kansas City. Uh, I don't want you to lose your thousand, but um, you have given me. You and my cousins have given me enough. I'm gonna say bull jive, as Shannon says. Enough bull jive. Mm. All of these playoffs with all this San Francisco nonsense. I just need it all to stop until next year, of course. And then whichever team is doing well, maybe you can pull that jersey out of the closet. All right. Well, <laughs> I hear you. I, I, I listen. Listen again. Going against Patrick Mahomes isn't a bad thing ever. It's, I know. But I think it might be on Sunday. I'm leaning and taking the San Francisco 49ers plus the one and a half. 
Uh, look, again, I think we haven't even discussed the, the running game, how great it's been for San Francisco, really. And Raheem Mozart had 220 yards rushing against Green Bay in the NFC Championship game, the most ever in a game for a San Francisco 49er in the playoff game in team history. history. So you have that. Chiefs are 26 overall in the league in stopping the run. Now they have put a, a great job on fixing that in the second half of the season, but at the beginning of the, in the middle part of the season, uh, in the early part of the season, they were giving up big chunks. Mozart's been looking fantastic, but more than that, I think this is where, again, I think San Francisco's going to come out, try to slap Kansas City in the face, and pass the ball right off the bat. Got to get Kittle involved. Got to get Emmanuel Sanders involved. Uh, Bourne's been good in the playoffs. And again, I'm talking big-time plays out of Debo Samuel. Also, the defense, I just think it's going to be a sort of situation where they bend and don't overly break. Uh, we discussed Bosa, how great he's been. Um, he's got three playoff sacks. Uh, Warner leads them in tackles, like I said. And their corners and their secondary have been outstanding. Richard Sherman has two picks in the playoffs. It, he, he's looking to get his second ring. Um, you got, got uh, unsung heroes on that secondary. Jimmy Ward, Kwan Williams. Uh, Kwan I, Alexander. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, Alexander's been playing great, too. Mm -hmm. So, with that said, I think Shanahan gets over on Reed. I'm not a fan of Andy Reed at all. I think... Everyone kisses his butt in the media. I think I've said this before on the show before. I probably have. Uh, yeah, the, the the big tomato. That's what I call him. Uh, he's he's blown games with great players. Um, he lost uh, in the Super Bowl, I believe, 15 years ago when he had Donovan McNabb and he had Terrell Owens. Uh, couldn't get it done against Brady and Belichick. And too. Yeah, so... Overall here, I think we get an entertaining game, a fun game. Everybody is excited and happy that has San Francisco. I got the Niners winning 34-31. Uh, one last thing, and I just want to make this very clear. If the 49ers played in any other division, I would agree with you right now. But they're in the NFC West, and I do not want to see them win a ring. I, could, I, can't, I would not be able to stand it. Ugh. Well, listen, that, that, that's, uh, that's, that, that is a lot of information we just gave out, Mike. Uh, we're going to wrap things up. I think we did okay. Once again, you're on Kansas City, minus the one and a half and the over. I'm on San Francisco, plus the one and a half and the over. Also, if you want San Francisco on the money line, you can get that at even money. Um, what are you doing? Where are you watching the game? You coming over to the house? What are you doing? Yeah, I might stop by, but uh, I want to I want to thank you to. Uh, we didn't know if you're gonna be out of the hospital, so we didn't know if you guys were hosting this weekend. So, uh, my buddy Carlos and his girlfriend Tasha have graciously um, said that they would host. So we'll be uh, we'll be watching the game over there. You know, buffet style. We'll all be bringing uh, all of our uh, treats. Hopefully, we get some buffalo chicken dip. Uh, either you know, we got a lot of the ladies can make that, and that's what I'm looking forward to on Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, Saturday, it's for the boys. So uh, this might not make a lot of sense, but uh, my boys over at Bissified, you know who you are. We'll see you guys on Saturday, too. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, that would have been nice watching it from the uh, hospital room, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Recouping from surgery. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you're not, man. I'm glad you're not. Uh, well, let me give one more quick. I'm going to give another quick pick here. Uh, on Saturday, college basketball, my Syracuse Orange are home getting six and a half from the Duke Blue Devils. Woo. 
Going to watch that one tomorrow night. Love that matchup. I love it when they play, when when uh, Shevsky's got to come and take on Jimmy B. So uh, I think Syracuse rises up. They've won four of the last five. Uh, they blew the game the other night against Clemson when they had a five-point lead with a minute and a half to go. I think they rebound. I think plus the six and a half is a big number here. I th- And Duke's not the greatest this, this year uh, in terms of Duke teams. So I'm going to take Syracuse plus the six and a half. And, and once again, you've got Kansas City and over, and I've got San Francisco and the over. I, Mike, that's it. That's a wrap. I'm going to watch it here, and I'm very happy. Hey, man, I'm happy that you're doing well. I'm happy that it's Super Bowl Sunday. Man, it's uh, of, with how the week started, I'm glad with how the week ended, man. Nice. Yeah, I, uh, of course. Absolutely. So, again, you can, uh, you can catch me on Against All Odds podcast with Cousin Sal. You can catch me on I'll read my articles and uh, my Skype show at oddsharks.com. I'm on Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Wednesdays. So for, for that, let's just say goodbye. Everybody have a great Super Bowl. Have fun. So if you want to read all my other stuff, just go to bestbetcorner.com and you can download the show if you missed it. Listen to past shows, read some of my more in-depth analysis on games that we don't have time to get into on the show, see what the current futures and prop bet situations are, and also check the current odds on whatever you're betting. So, hey, at least that gets the best possible line when you bet. That's the bestbetcorner.com. You can get it from your computer, mobile phone, or tablet. It's all the same, bestbetcorner.com. Have a great Super Bowl, everybody.